Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 153, episode 3 of Dirty Nightmares! It's a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. This is yeah. a podcast. <laughs> Do you understand me? Uh, it's a show where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially off the top. Fuck the Koch brothers, fuck Whoa. Fox News, Whoa. fuck Rush Limbaugh, Whoa. fuck Ben Shapiro, Addy. fuck Tucker Carlson, fuck Fondant. It's Addy. Wednesday, September 30th, 2020. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. I said, put your hands up, give me your dog and the keys to your Chevrolet. Robbing your house like, yeah. Stealing your shit like, yeah. Put your hands up, this won't take that long Empty your 401k Yeah, 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 yeah Antifa in the USA That is courtesy of Christy Yamaguchi, man And I'm thrilled to be joined as always by my co-host Mr. Miles Gray It's Miles Gray, a.k.a. uh, your boy Kusama. I haven't been on Twitter, uh, so I'm just going to do one of my old ones. Oldies but goodies. Something, you know, early in the week. I got to ration this. Got to ease it. it. I'm telling you that it's it's done wonders for my uh, emotional state. Emotional equilibrium. Again, and also, like, just knowing after, again, watching The Social Dilemma, and I'm like, I can beat them if I just have the, the willpower to not use the fucking thing. Even the stuff that, like, was kind of whack about that documentary, like the... Uh, like the White Dude with Dreads? <laughs> yeah, I love the White Dude with Dreads, <laughs> Who did? I mean, I was it was like, like one could of those... You few... des- could you design a more, like, appropriate person? I know, I, it, as much as I was like, oh, here it is. But part of me was like, in a way, I kind of need my, like, futurist <laughs> people who are warning yeah. me about problems to look like people who have absolutely no awareness like that. Yeah, he just so crawled focused. out of a hole in the Mad Max universe. Right. And he was right about so much. Yeah, um, but not about his cousin uh, Adam Duritz's career. With the <laughs> didn't go. But the uh, the reenactments, even like the stuff with Pete from Mad Men, I like even that stuff. I'm like, yeah, but that's true. It it is useful to think about your phone being a group of like hackers who are just like trying to get your attention. Yeah. You're like, I can't get him. Uh, give him this one. Give him this alert. His um, ex banging a new person. That'll bring <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the very vortex of chaos oh, energy shit. himself. It oh, is man. all the way from the oh. East Coast, Mr. Oh. Blake Wexler! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's good to be here, baby! <laughs> What if I just had that energy for the whole hour? Yeah. Miles, and I'm ask like, you something about the debate. Blake, uh, how, how are you, how are you, well, we haven't recorded, the, we haven't seen the debates yet, but how are you feeling about that debate? Bing, bang, bang, bang. (laughs) 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 Gotta get it, baby. (laughs) What? Jack, he leans into the chaos thing to the point that he's really Mm. just become a non-participant in any of the conversations. (laughs) Mike Piazza, Honda of Norristown, baby. Drive on down, drive one away. He's a catcher. He'll catch a deal, baby. Oh, boy. He's doing local ads. He's doing local ads. WBMason.com. I don't know. Sorry. I think that might be a national, a national paint company. Nobody beats the Wiz. Uh, <laughs> no. so, 
So, Blake, we are recording this here uh, in the past before the debates. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's why uh, you sound so happy, I'm assuming. I don't know. That's true. Or appropriately deranged. Yes. This is is a special episode because we're going to start off before the debates. Then in the second act, Jack and I are going to come back to give you that debate recap. (laughs) Blake might join us. We don't know. We'll see how he ends up tonight. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we'll come back for act three. So, I mean... you. This is like one of those moments where we're going to be hopping around on the space-time continuum. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we have to decide uh, if you are going to be playing a drinking game during the debate, how you are going to consume so, the debate. I magically show up in the second act talking and- Just hammered. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, man, I'm bone, I'm balling and bone Trump, man. I got Oh, do. my God. He gets What sick. happened? Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, all right, Blake, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment, but first we're going to tell our listeners what we're talking about. We just kind of did, right? We're going to, we're going to do a debate recap and then in act three, we're going to come back with a little bit of brain bleach, uh, Mm. which is going to be a segment for as long as we need it, I think. But before we get to any of that shit, Blake, we want to get to know you a little bit better, starting out with what is... Something from your search history that's revealing about who you are. Something from my search uh, history recently, uh, Pete Carroll, nine eleven, and uh-huh. uh, I remember he's one of those guys who's very a very famous uh, football coach for the Seahawks. And you remember hearing rumors, but you're like, oh, maybe that's just like you know jar or like you know banter between fans. And I looked it up, and Pete Carroll is a nine eleven truther. Uh, he doesn't believe that the Pentagon was attacked. Um, and you, uh, you could definitely tell by his pleated khakis that he wears on the sidelines that that is that that is a sentiment of his. But yeah, huge nine eleven truther. I mean, where, no I mean, where are the scars from the wings hitting the Pentagon? Thank right. you. Yeah, yeah. You on our I mean, souls. I'm glad somebody said it. What happened to all that surveillance tape? Huh? Why'd the FBI mm-hmm. just show up suddenly and take that? How come we haven't seen that anyway? Why? He's got some of well, the most profound dumb guy energy in in the universe. Like yeah. the the. Vigor with which he chews his gum is like next level. <laughs> it is bad. Just like he's always chewing his gum furiously. Right. Always has his mouth open a little bit. Just like he's trying see- to make his top row and bottom row teeth fight. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, kill each other, <laughs> um, You know, I heard he actually so hard. How he got, he lost his job at uh, University of Southern California because it was recruiting violations, and I heard that he offered unreleased 9-11 uh, security <laughs> tapes to Reggie that's, Bush. Right, and yeah. that's how he got him in the door. I mean, a lot of look at a lot of lot of people uh, crossing paths with him. It, Reggie true. Bush, they wonder what what it, what did it. It was probably the, yeah. the truth or stuff. Mm-hmm. He's got yeah, a Bush thing. You know, you hate to see it. You know, you hate to see it. Such the a real such President a Bush. Fantastic university. Uh, you know. He is, um, he's, I think, in his seventies, but he has the energy of a like three-year-old, not particularly smart dog. Like, yeah, just, just nonstop, okay. just like bouncing. oh, like just getting out of yeah. puppy energy, yeah, but yeah, a little just bit puppy. Out of puppy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I remember like how everyone was like, "He's so cool." Like the, re- the reason he gets these guys playing for him is because he did a gainer off a diving board at practice, and all the people were like, "Whoa, he's like a surfer," and I was like, "This is." Okay. Wait, really? He I, I remember that. Like, I remember, yeah, because locally, you know, me being just an oh, absolute it, it. fucking angry UCLA football fan, which is not even a real word, UCLA football fan. It's more mm-hmm. like a tortured person who 
you know, occasionally cast his gaze upon a score on a Saturday. Hey, Chip um, Kelly, baby. Yeah. Great coach, better <laughs> yeah. guy. Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Just one of the all-time assholes. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, it's all a fucking cesspit. But I remember that was always the coverage. Like, we just don't. I mean, this is the, the best program on Earth. And it, yeah, Are we becoming a, a sports podcast? I feel like I talked a lot about sports yesterday. Uh, I love it. a lot of sports today. It's what we need. Hey, man, again, this is a show where occasionally we catch ourselves trying to avoid talking about what's actually happening sometimes <laughs> because it will overwhelm. So that is our service to the listener as well. Can yeah. I tell you a quick, this is really, really quick, speaking about sports where someone, uh, my friend was dating this girl who was like a lot younger than he was. And um, he was like, by the way, this could have been a guy saying this stupid thing as well, but it just happened to be a girl. And my friend goes, uh, hey, you know, sports are great. Because, you know, someone from any, you know, uh, economic group, you know, any any class, any political persuasion, they can all agree and talk about sports together because, you know, and then like, because, you know, you can't really do that with other things. And the girl goes, why is it illegal? Like to not <laughs> to talk about it. It was like, no, 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 no. It's not illegal. And then he I had love that, line. that relationship didn't last. Um, uh, well, neither will illegal? that story. Is it illegal? <laughs> was the was re- relationship yeah. illegal? It was illegal. Um, that's just a great I, retort as like a that immediately the the reason why you can't do something or mm-hmm. unable to even if it's like a nuanced thing oh it's illegal. Yeah. Well, it's also what people like to say about the United States if you tell them they can't do anything. Not against mm-hmm. the law, free country. Can't yeah, stop right. you from doing anything. First Amendment. That's, that could be the only reason you couldn't do that with something else because it's illegal. Because right. it's a free fucking country. Mm-hmm. Listen, I Bro. know the law. Like I may come off as a total moron, but I know the Constitution and I know that that is illegal. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I have this laminated card that says I'm with a federal agency that doesn't exist and I can wear I don't have to wear a mask anywhere I go. Okay, bye. <laughs> um also one of the most profoundly mismatched uh appearances on NPR ever was uh Pete Carroll joining Wait Wait Don't Tell Me to do the oh quiz show and uh just not a it, that didn't go well. Uh, for him or for anyone listening. Um, <laughs> all right, Blake, what is something you think is overrated? Overrated. Um, the And maybe I have election fever here, but uh, <laughs> overrated. The 1840 campaign slogan, tip a canoe and Tyler too. And a lot of people quote that all the time, and I find it uh, misguided. I think it was a very over, uh, underwhelming election, very uh, even more underwhelming presidency. I'll obviously get to that in a minute. But, uh, you know, it was uh, the ticket for the Whig party, which, you know, hasn't aged well as a party. That's mm-hmm. gone. And then right. also also the name, very embarrassing. William Henry Harrison, by the way, uh, the way he got the nickname Tippecanoe, he is the titular Tippecanoe uh, from the slogan. Um, he led Americans against Tecumseh and Native American forces as a governor, which I found to be unnecessary. I feel like you could find someone else to do that job. He led the army as a governor instead mm-hmm. of a general, which I thought was odd. And the guy died 30 uh, days into his presidential term. So well, what's the point? Why even talk about it? It rhymed is the whole thing. Was he, the, yeah. What, he died of what? Uh, I believe it was pneumonia or something that you shouldn't die from. <laughs> right. You know, like, I thought he like, ate too many cherries or something. There, there yeah. was one president who like had pits. a real... He died from the pits. Right. <laughs> he had too many pits and cherries. <laughs> real dumb death. Yeah. Uh, wait, so I never understood that saying. I, I have it in my brain mm-hmm. uh, as, as a political slogan. What the fuck does that mean? 
So Tippecanoe was the battle of uh, the, the quote unquote United States against Native Americans. So that was the name of the, I think it was in Indiana. And then Very Tyler cool. is, I might be confusing this name with a, a former young actor, but I believe it was Zachary Tyler is Zachary Taylor Thomas, I think. Yeah, oh, Zachary, right. Zach, yes. yes. That's what you're thinking. Zachary, Zachary Tyler, Tyler was Thomas in Home Improvement. Right. Zachary Taylor Thomas was the politician. That makes sense. That makes sense. So him, <laughs> that's that is the Tyler in that. And then he became president uh, after William Henry Harrison um, ate too many peaches or whatever the hell he did. Wait, but but so they're saying Tippecanoe, like that's the just idea saying like to vote is this William ticket, Henry Harrison, Harrison and Tyler. So because his nickname, he's the hero of Tippecanoe. They're saying vote Tippecanoe and Tyler too. Right. Got See, it. overrated. Like who cares? It's yeah. shit. Yeah. The whole thing. I shit. hate that. I, I hate didn't even know thing. this was a thing. I thought it was. I always thought it was a. They might be Giants song. It is, is that it? as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I it guess is. that's, that's based probably on why I have it. That's probably are they Giants? It. Look into it. Yeah. <laughs> they are Disney Channel musicians now. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, good. Yeah. Very oh, there catchy. Must be a songs. lot of money in that, huh? Oh man, they're doing extremely well, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they created the hot dog song for the Mickey Mouse Club. Really? Uh, in case, yeah. What? Um, What's the hot there's dog? There's a song that goes hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity, diggity dog. That my kids fuck is wrong with y'all. Wait, why do I know that song? I know I don't like this. Yeah, it's just out there, just out there in the ether, sneaking its way into people's brains. I mean, it's mm-hmm. better that than you coming back being like, hey, let me tell you about these Q drops, man. <laughs> but not that much better. Yeah. Uh, the Yeah, I it's such a catchy song that I was like, there must be some famous person behind this, maybe. And sure enough, uh, yeah. And that gave me the idea to play They Might Be Giants for my kids, and they love it. So. Nice. Uh, what is something you think is underrated? Underrated, uh, putting a pot of coffee in the refrigerator after you're done drinking the hot version of it. So you waste less coffee. By the way, I do realize this sounds like a very poor thing to do, but I whatever oh, what do you mean, whatever money you get, I don't know. Like you don't hear like like you know Bill Gates like oh put a pot of coffee in my fridge. Whoa, whoa easy <laughs> now, know? easy now. We got a we got a podcast coming out with him where he reveals that's his secret to wealth. Oh, I'm so sorry. Then, <laughs> then by Dan, edit that out. Um, I don't want to step on that that big podcast you have. You don't want. Up. Hey, don't fuck up Bill Gates' bag right now, okay, man. I never would. Also, the only rich person I could think of. Um, but uh, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing I've been doing for years. You make a big pot of coffee, like 12 cups. Then you only drink like three cups out of it. So you take the rest of it and put it in the fridge. Just put the pot of coffee in the fridge. And then you have iced coffee later. And you don't waste coffee. So your coffee bags last for a much longer time. And when you want an afternoon coffee, it's generally like, oh, God, I feel like trash. I quickly need coffee. You don't have time for hot stuff to brew. So you got a cold, you got iced coffee in there. So you just throw some ice cubes in it, milk, sugar, whatever you want to put in. Wow. Cool. Tabasco? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got yourself a You can put going. Tabasco, you can put it in there as well. So Butter. you said you make tw- a 12-cup batch every every morning? Whole That's cup, how many- whole pot. Well, it's for me and my girlfriend, and then... Yeah. Damn, so y'all get into it, huh? Like, with the, like that's mm-hmm. how much... Wow. Just yeah. thinking of, like, going full full pot i'm like whoa oh nope mm-hmm. can't do that we're, we're grinding I and i don't mean uh crotch to crotch dancing i mean uh <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you mean your molars yeah i mean my our molars yeah from the stress of drinking so much oh, coffee. we're grinding in here and don't call mm-hmm. me push a t and don't call her 
Malice. Okay, come on, y'all. Come on. That was a Clips alley-oop for y'all. Where are my Star Trek fans at? I said Clips, and then I was was like an old person playing Jeopardy. And the wrong word associated with it. I mean, they're pushing Kane like a cripple. (laughs) (laughs) Balance way through the hoods. Kids call me Mr. Sniffles. I mean, come on. His uh, (laughs) rap career is like a creative writing exercise where it's just like how many like things can this one subject inspire? uh, Oh, yeah. Some days I wasn't able. There was always Kane. I mean, the the, the <laughs> wow. cocaine rhymes out of them were, they've fully infected my brain. There's one song where there's not even really elegance to it, where Malice just starts a verse off saying, rappers are talking to me as if we're in the same boat. I tell them, quick, no, I move coke. And you're just like, <laughs> I was like oh, okay, statement, okay. statement, statement. Okay. You just um, want to talk about cocaine then. All right. Yeah. They're like, it's yeah, like, he's kind of intense. He always, only it's all cane talk with him. Sometimes it's great when rappers just come right out and say in plain English what their thing is. Like when DMX goes, I'm not a nice person. person. Yeah. Just uh-huh. Great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Uh, and finally, Blake, what is a myth? What's something people think is true, you know, to be false or vice versa? So um, I am on the East Coast right now and the Pennsylvania suburbs uh, you know, went for Trump last time, obviously. And this time, you know, I, I think, you know, they've you, you hear about Pennsylvania, you're like, all right, your Democrats will carry Pittsburgh, they'll carry Philadelphia, and then hopefully the rest of it, not enough of them exist, you know, to ruin the state. And uh, they right. did four years ago. But in my minds, just all of the pencil or in my mind, in all of my minds, I'm like a cow, but uh, with brains, yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> multiple and all, brains. Yep. That's right. All the information I eat up. I need so many brains to process Damn, it. Clearly, multi-brain, multi-brain, multi-brain. So, um, yeah, the Philadelphia or sorry, Pennsylvania suburbs right now, according to I think it came out yesterday or this morning, a uh, Washington Post ABC poll. Um, so take it with a grain of salt. Um, Biden right. right now holds a uh, two to one lead over Trump in Pennsylvania suburbs, which I thought was really interesting. So, two to one. Two to one. Like so, mm. the myth. I, a I, I believe three percent uh, percentage point lead. Like I'll take it. Two to one, meaning like for every two Biden sixty-six supporters. to thirty-three. Is that what you mean? Sorry, I, I just I just have. Uh, t- or two colon one is is how I. Either way, that sounds yeah. like double to me. Yeah, that sounds yeah. good. Uh, Can I, I tell you? Either. I have no idea how to answer that question that you just said to me. In terms of, I'm like, do I not know what two to one means anymore? <laughs> well, no. I think you're. I think there's a lot. That's of what it realize. means. I thought you were just saying that two to one, like percentage points. But a, oh no. Oh, I'm sorry. No, for every two, two uh, Biden one. voters, yeah. yeah, there's one Trump voter. Yeah. Uh, I thought I was having that's, a that's great news. I, I you, you love to hear that. It's um, so weird, though, like as much as you do and like hearing Cory Gardner, like his Senate race just became more competitive because he's like willing to vo- uh, confirm Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, it's like, yeah. And then part of me is like, God, don't fucking slow. Don't anybody slow the fuck I down. Know. Because like this is the kind of shit that, you know, uh, 2016, you're like, oh, bro, this shit's a wrap, bro. Like this fool. Going up against the fucking machine? No, sorry, not gonna happen. But like, you're starting to see that maybe a lot of people are starting to move in the right direction. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I can't. It's so weird how unwilling I am to let that give me any joy. I'm like, no, 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 that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. Because we just got to get. We just like, I'm like fucking LeBron. I'm like, we still got to win five games. Yes, four games. I am. I think 
that is the right pose to take. Be sitting on the court in a puddle of confetti with your shoes off. With a champion without hat Without a smile. On. With a champion yeah, Western hat. Western Conference Just champion. being like, we have no. not done shit. No. Uh, right. And I also don't want to compare our current situation to LeBron because we are still trying to get Joe Biden elected. Uh, I would also. And that is not LeBron. <laughs> that is that no. is not LeBron trying to win a championship as LeBron. No, that's James. Drew Gooden. <laughs> yes, that is Drew Gooden. Yeah, I I think there's a couple things going on. Like one uh, is you know we lived through 2016. We felt that whiplash of being mm-hmm. overly confident. And then we're also, I think, wisely not feeling any confidence because we've never, like, other than 2016, we've never witnessed a U.S. presidential election where one of the people uh, is openly cheating and has a propaganda wing, like, working for them, uh, really. I mean, I guess Romney and... uh, George W. Bush, but like the openly cheating thing, we've only seen once. That was 2016, and uh, the guy who was openly cheating and getting away with it uh, pulled off a big upset. So, and and for this election too, you know, like right after, like there's an end date, and it's very very soon. So whatever work you're putting in, or you know, like don't get uh like too docile, or you know, don't get complacent because you literally have what like a month left. You know, so you have a month of work. It's not some infant. It's not four years away. It's not three years away. You have one month. So if you've been putting the effort in, you know, like just just keep doing it for one more month and then, you know, take a brief break after that. Are you seeing uh, you are on the East Coast in that general vicinity? I'm on the ground. More Trump things, less Trump things, like just generally. Uh, I remember driving from Pittsburgh to Ocean City, where I believe you are, or Correct. in that general vicinity. Edit that uh, out. <laughs> edit that out. Uh, and seeing a just a shocking amount of Trump stuff and being like, wow, there's going to be a lot of people upset when he loses uh, back in 2016. Um, what, what's your kind of boots on the ground? What are you seeing over there? So anecdotally, uh, I am down the Jersey Shore right now. And then I was in a Pennsylvania suburb where I grew up, where in 2016, it was kind of 50-50. Like you would see Trump signs, you'd see Biden signs. And it is like a, you know, a fairly, generally, I think it would go red. You know, it would be like a little darker than a pink, I guess. But like they do, but this time I would say 99% uh, Biden signs where oh, I may wow. only saw in that same exact area. So, you know, I think part of it, I think most of it is that they do want to vote for Biden. I think also it is an area where people, you know, status is a thing. And I don't know if people want to openly be like, hey, I'm after all that's it is an educated area, too. So they're like, oh, right. I don't want to openly support this thing. But it is overwhelmingly Biden. And I think the difference, too, is that a lot of people who support Biden tend to have like taste you know and people who support <laughs> trump like don't so a political sign or a banner is not like a good looking thing to have on your house or you know, it just doesn't look good so the fact that there are you know it tends to be a tasteful like oh here's a biden you know like like a progressive sign or like you know you see the right. one you see like where's osama bin Biden? you know those i'm kidding i haven't seen any of those <laughs> but, um, but but the trump i feel like someone who's willing to put up a trump banner is just it just has is so unartistic 
and just loves ugly, big, you know, body things, it might be, again, anecdotally, those might stick out more because those people have those big things, you know, like Trump banners tend to be in size larger, you know, in width and height. So, yeah, yeah, no, it's encouraging. There's a lot of hiding signs. I just like this caddy take it took. I mean, let's be real. I believe it sounds like we're in the fucking editorial offices of of, like Vogue. I believe the Biden supporters, let's say, have taste. Mm-hmm. Right. While the others mm-hmm. may just be racists. Let me call good Graydon I believe that. see what he thinks about this take. <laughs> Graydon right. Carter. Um, <laughs> I noticed when I was driving through rural California a mm-hmm. startling amount of Trump signs and uh, also uh, Devin Nunez signs. Uh, signs yeah. that said the only person who will actually tell you the truth is Devin Nunez. So, yep, except about um, you know where his family's farm is and if he's still actually a farmer there and right. all the other things and trying to sue <laughs> random Twitter accounts for clear jokes and losing constantly. But you know that's neither yeah. here nor there. Uh, but you know that's the stuff he will tell you the truth about. It's- yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> he will say uh, that Devin Nunez mom Twitter account is not my mom. Right. Okay. Exactly. No matter how disappointed so in off. me she says she is, even though my mom Heike is also disappointed in me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for Act One, and uh, up next we're gonna travel into the future where Miles, are you gonna be drunk? Let, let's prepare people. Yeah, I mean, uh, why not? Okay. Let's, let's... <laughs> if that's let's, not a preview, uh, I don't do know. Do we what have give, let's Do we give have rules for the drinking want. game? Yeah, so the people uh, look, can pause and play yes, with you. I will be uh, going off of uh, the Washingtonian.com's presidential debate drinking game night one, uh, and the rules are as follows. So you can only imagine how may I may sound going into after this commercial break. Uh, <laughs> you take a sip when Trump says huge, says Gina. Uh, talks about his admiration for any totalitarian world leader, makes any false claims related to coronavirus and our pandemic response, complains about mysterious voter fraud, accuses Biden of wanting to defund the police. I am already blackout drunk. Wow. Okay, got it. Oh, duels only. You yeah, can't drink. Boy. You can't this drink liquor. Take a sip when Biden uses a malapropism, uh, says folks, references the middle Fuck. class, starts a, starts I'm a sentence already. with... Look, <laughs> come on, man. T- tells a story Do we about have some come on man on there. <laughs> tells a story about some average Joe worker he met on the campaign trail that could easily be fabricated. Claims he's going to end systemic racism and fails to explain how. Oh no! You can't play this game. I'm yeah. going to be, and it doesn't end. You take a sip when either say the United States of America, uh, something inappropriate. Loses their place mid-sentence and completely changes direction. (laughs) Lobs a direct insult at the other. You chug when Biden uses Obama's record as evidence of his own capabilities as his leader. Uh, And or if you can no longer follow what Trump is arguing. Fuck. Uh, Take a shot. Finish your drink. If Biden's eyes start bleeding and Trump describes his financial records in history with the IRS as, quote, perfect. So, y'all pray for me. Uh, but during this commercial break, because at this point it will have been moments after the debate. Uh, should I play this I. game with uh with Mountain Dew, or what do you think? You should just, that might be worse. That might with, make my heart explode. Just yeah. water to see how much you pee, like the volume yeah. of alcohol. Because I I don't know, like just thinking of stuff like Biden starting using the word "look" to begin a sentence is look, man. Come on, oh, man. fuck, or says man. 
Come on, man. Uh, I don't shit. know. We'll see. Yeah. It'll, but right. hey, you'll R.I.P. Hey, Miles. Look, look yeah. forward to an entertain. Or I'm just gonna be so like dark drunk, and I'm like, you know, <laughs> honestly, like he didn't say none of them said shit about anything. Oh, that's boy. why where we are, where we are. Let's just go to Act Three, where I'm not drunk anymore. <laughs> I saw a snail walking on the edge of a razor. Oh, oh no, Miles, don't tell this story. Here he again. goes. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and we're in the future. We are after the presidential debate. Oh my God! Um, I'll be David Washington to be alive. Uh, the fuck! These bullets are going backwards. Yeah, these shots are going back into my mouth. <laughs> um, <sighs> did you did you do the the drinking game? I'm not Is gonna there... lie, y'all. Um, I tried, but. It, there were too many details in being like, did he say look or here's the deal or well, did, he said I, I basically, a lot of I, Biden yeah. was on Biden was being played. It was a SNL character of Joe Biden being played by Joe Biden. Yeah, like I yeah. basically lost track of what the rules were, and then I just sort of drank out of self preservation as I watched. It yeah. was just so like, man, that shit is so fucking sad. You know, like that, that this was the, the state of the presidential debate. It was so unruly and now, nah, but I don't know what we expected. I mean, like, I, right. I I don't know in a way, like I was fully prepared for this and I was just doing that thing where like, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. They did that thing that I knew they were going to do. Yeah, but exactly. It's, one, it's weird it to see like, it happen. Oh, this is why I was so stressed out heading into this I yeah. because I knew Trump was going to steamroll and I knew Biden, like from the democratic debates, I knew that Biden uh can't like talk over somebody he like stops when somebody yeah. else starts talking well, so it's and there's just... also moments too where like you know if uh you're freestyle rapping in a cypher and maybe a rhyme got away from you and somebody else wants to hop in you're like okay yeah you, you could take over right there because i'm I was yeah. about to run out of something that makes me look better if i just stop talking yeah but it was um yeah that that, that helped that there were there were moments though too where i don't know in a way i feel like i severely um underestimated joe biden yeah i think i did too i mean i had very low bar and when he had like a couple good lines it felt it was surpassed my expectations yeah uh like there was a time when biden said here's the deal here's the yeah. deal man um i thought that was great no Yo, uh if you the catch best yourself line was, in an argument it is with what it is because you are who you are that oh yeah yeah line. sure people love Boom. that but if you catch yourself saying, here's the deal in an argument with your significant other, uh-oh. That's yeah. not a good look. Here's the deal. You're like, no, 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 no. Just stop. Just stop. Uh -huh. That didn't work. But Joe Biden, I'm, I don't know. I It was it was really like, it was one of those moments where we were talking before. It's going to be two old dudes arguing over like the last Salisbury steak in a buffet line. Right. And. Here's the deal, though. Okay, sir, hold on. Now let him speak. Now he's asking. Now he's laying claim to the Salisbury steak that's in this steaming tray. Now you go on, sir. You have two minutes to state <laughs> your case. Uh-huh. Now don't interrupt, sir. We will get to the bottom of this. Whose Salisbury steak is this? It had just like that such a... It was weird. Like the level of discourse for how high the stakes were were just fucking me up. His When people were 
like a lot of people were complaining that Chris Wallace lost control of the debate, but like that wasn't unless they give him the power to cut mics, which I think they might have done at a previous debate with Trump. But unless they do that, it's a I don't it's not a like fixable situation because he's no. not going to listen to you. Or you um, have like DMX moderating it. Right. Or he'll just like scream at either one for like not respecting his rules. Um, calling. So just my notes that I was typing through. This was honestly like we we uh, when we started the uh, Zoom Super Producer Anna was like, that was boring. That was I, <laughs> that was like that's like calling open heart surgery that you're awake for boring. Like it, it, to right. It, was the slowest I think time has ever moved. It was, yeah. My bri- my uh, Apple Watch breathing app kept being like, "Hey man, just just breathe." Yeah, <laughs> like, come on now. Need, come on, settle Stay down. Stay in here. Stay in here now. Uh, I didn't know why Biden didn't point out that Herman Cain died from a Trump event. That seemed like a pretty. Right. He missed a lot of lobs. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Brian Shaw was throwing them from deep, and Shaq just wasn't there. Calling Trump not smart really seemed to oh uh, my make God. him mad. That was oh. very... Yeah, that was like the one time I actually took a note in my notes app. It was like, <laughs> uh-oh, do not call him the slow reader in class. Right. That was very like... He was like, don't you dare fucking... Like, it, I've never... Did you that say was smart? One... I'm sorry, did you say smart? Oh, you better not go there. Don't go there with me, boy. Because you, like you said something about Delaware Tech. Delaware State, and you forgot, and you were the bottom of your class. Don't, Don't come see smart. about me if I didn't ask about you, Don. <laughs> Don't worry about me. They were, yeah. I mean, yeah. The the whole thing that was a that was a nice moment. There was, uh, it. Trump had this weird obsession with whenever he got like Biden to say like he didn't support the Green New Deal or some other things. Like, oh wait, just lost the left there. Congrats, man. You just lost the left. Like he doesn't. I mean, and in a way, it's like. Yeah, those are the things that are turning off a lot of progressives to him. But to think that there were people who were looking at the stakes in this election and then waiting for that to be like, and he just lost the left, everyone. That yeah. was it. I mean, I would say it would have been a better strategy for Biden to just point out that the shit that Trump was saying about the Green New Deal wasn't true, as opposed to being like, I don't, you're the Green New Deal. I'm not Green New Deal. Yeah. You, you huh? are. Um, what? <laughs> uh, I ain't green. Who you calling green, Charlie? I've been on this block since 62. Um, Just doing the like Kennedy-Nixon thing where you talk about who looked uh, better. Like to start with, Trump looked better. Uh, Biden looked a little corpsey. But then by the end, Trump was like sopping wet, uh, yeah, which seems to be a thing that happens to him. Sweating to the oldies. It was sweating and an oldie. So Trump had this thing where he was talking about how uh, white people are treated during racial sensitivity training. (laughs) And he said, if you were a certain person, you had no status in life. It was a reversal. Um, Mm -hmm. Reversal of fortunes. A reversal. So he's just saying that, like, that's how we're supposed to treat people of color. Not not the whites. The whites were treated. That's for them. That's not our spot. No reverses. um, This is an uno. Skip two, back to me. Here we go. Uno, white, calling it. Draw four. <laughs> uh, Biden with the I was raised in the suburbs was a, just a dope bar. Uh, come on, man. I was raised in the suburbs, man. 
didn't you just find yourself like in the in the midst of the chaos? Because th- there were so many of these points where I think collectively as a country we just, I mean, we knew again, this is this is the deal here, but right. where they would just scream over each other over nothing, and that like neither of them had a real clear grasp on how to like rhetorically rebut what the other person said, and it just like turned over this tug of war over airtime. It. It just was so it it was just so disheartening, especially when they were talking about like racism and policing yes. that yes. I was just like, you know, you got Chris Wallace out here being like, do you think blacks are unfairly treated by the popos? Joe Biden, <laughs> you have two minutes. Go. It was just like I could not believe just I mean, I can believe because um, like I was tweeting america is just a long-running debate about racism where the only participants are white people and we have these people coming in with the just completely out of their depth and skimming over like these really serious issues where on some level yes it was nice to see trump sweat or biden yell at him to shut up man but then you get these like really sobering moments where i'm watching as somebody uh, and many people in other communities are watching where you're like, this shit like, is going to fuck up people's lives. And then yeah. to have some dudes who are so disconnected from it try and explain to each other what, what racism is or what the validity of teaching people about the actual historical facts of this country are, it, it was so fucking icky. But hey, you know, uh, much expected. Yeah, I mean, people are pointing out that Trump... Basically, Chris Wallace asked him to disavow his white supremacist supporters, and Trump uh, said, Proud Boys, stand back and stand by, Uh, which just sounds like, you know, he's about to give them orders. Uh, And then later, when he was asked to talk about, like, what would happen as the election is being decided in the days as votes are being counted... Uh, and he wouldn't say he wouldn't let people or wouldn't say that he would tell people not to take to the streets. So, I mean, everything that we fear about the election seems to be uh, yeah. fully reflected in literally everything he said. Verbal confirmation, uh, yeah. so to speak. And then, uh, yeah, it, I guess, you know, we'll see how the vice presidential debates go. That'll have a, a, at least a, a bit more energy to them. But either way, like at the end of the day, you know, not really talking about real stuff. It was just it. it's just fucked up on so many levels because there's such real shit going on that needs to be addressed. And it devolving into fight at hometown buffet with yeah. the dudes in the Velcro shoes is just a fucking heartbreaker. You know, they, they we're, we're going into this debate without any kind of true financial additional assistance for people who aren't able to work during this pandemic and actually looking at how to keep people afloat. And meanwhile, it's just like, don't call me stupid jackass. You went to community <laughs> college in Delaware. Like, yeah. It, it, so there's this, you know, it's, it, it's so it, it has like every fucked up dimension and nuance of how ugly this country is. And also includes all the weird things that are wrong with like the horse race mentality of the presidential election. But yeah, drink when he says Jaina. He didn't really say Jaina, so, you know. Just once, just once, yeah. Yeah. I guess the the things that 
will stay with me are uh, Biden just missing opportunities, like let letting Trump. I mean, he made some points on COVID nineteen, but it was it still seemed like he like didn't really nail him down on mm-hmm. COVID nineteen, and then uh, just Biden and Wallace like laughing nervously. Uh, or yeah, there was one pointed, who's like, I, I, I'm trying to stop him as well, sir. It's like, right. yeah, why are you doing? Relax with that, Chris Wallace. Karen Finney pointed out, never seen a debate where the moderator has to say to a president, hold on, Mr. President, you're going to really like this question. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, man, that's that's not good. That's not how uh, these are supposed to go. Um, And I I think it's like actually dangerous that uh, Wallace let him let let some of the like election fraud uh, myth shit like go he like the president was talking about election conspiracy theories where like there were ballots in creeks and like ballots and you know waste I think cans we, waste baskets we we had heard about the waste basket thing where there were like supposedly ballots uh and that has been looked into and people were like yeah it's not a, that's not a systemic fraud like yeah it's a human error if anything right um but yeah that that's like a big that's a problem if people think that there's uh, an election conspiracy happening. I don't like that. That seems like one of those things that you shouldn't really let just stand. Yeah. Let hang out there. Well, you know, he called for his white supremacists to back him up. He confirmed all the things we thought about how he was going to address the election. Uh, mm-hmm. It was just. Yeah, that's why at the end of the day, like, it's just one of those really dark things where regardless of, like, the presidential election, you, I, it was just such a, I don't know, man, it was a real low point just to witness that shit. And you're like, yeah, this is this is it. Watching it play out, the real shit going on. And we're just watching, like, two elders uh, argue about who's, like, cooler. Uh, yeah. And the stakes, like, couldn't be more real for so many people that just don't look like them. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, that that's our debate <laughs> recap. <laughs> I don't debate I don't coverage. Really... Yeah, pew pew. Uh, I wanted to see what Fox News had to say, but I honestly am too. I don't have the fortitude to even take it in uh, at this point. I'm sure. Yeah, it'll be Who interesting knows? to see what the right takes away from this. Um, I mean, there. I think the thing that that I've mostly been seeing is they took the steamrolling as like a victory and. Yeah. Oh, really? Yada. Yeah. Well, at least I saw like on Twitter, I saw a lot of takes from some people being like, oh, my God, like Biden's <laughs> he can't get a word in. But again, it doesn't even matter, I don't think, because at the end of the day, it's all about people rooting for the, you know, consistent, again, de facto white supremacy. Right. Um. All right. Well, let's take another break and we'll be back with some brain bleach. Back to the past. And we're back. What a debate. What Whew. a wow. Miles, you see sobered up real quick. Better. Just took a shower. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, we don't know. We don't know how it went. Uh, yeah, no but clue. I think the one thing we know, I don't know. Why am I trying to recap a debate that we'll have just <laughs> yeah. recapped? And I'm, I think we're good. Got, 
This is where we're at. This is like Tenet, the fucking podcast right now. Right. You don't know who's moving <laughs> forwards or backwards. Where do I send the flowers, by the way, for Miles' funeral? Send, like, <laughs> yeah, her we'll, majesty. We'll have yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Start, yeah. start a queen, go right? me for her majesty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More for, not because like, I'm just for her shame to have to yeah. say that she's with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, as unfortunate as it was to watch Miles pee himself like Bradley Cooper in A Star is Born <laughs> on Where's the- Where's your uh, win? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the debate, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, Biden, uh, Biden, knows. Biden fucking crushed it, dude. And that's why I'm feeling really good in about November, bro. Um, let's anyway. let's do a little brain bleaching. Yeah, uh, let's talk about some things that are not our crumbling democracy, such as. Uh, all right, so. I don't know how I feel about this story, Miles. You added it to our brain bleach section. Uh-huh. Let, why don't Why don't you tell the people the good news? I I mean, it's it's just interesting news. It's yeah, not it like objectively good or bad. I just like this because it's a head scratcher and immediately like sparks a thousand thoughts in a direction that has nothing to do with <laughs> this country. Um, so Barry Jenkins, the man, the Academy Award winner behind Moonlight, and I didn't he also win an adapted one for If Beale Street Could Talk. Um, so. anyway, this man, hmm. you know, he's, he's out here. He's, he's a cinema, <laughs> he's a, a cinema genius. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was very interesting to see now that Barry Jenkins of Moonlight fame has been tapped to direct the sequel to the live action Lion King film. So I'm like, wait, what the, wait, hold, what the, what the one that had Beyonce in it? Uh, mm-hmm. that they're they're doing a sequel with Barry Jenkins at the helm. So I didn't realize. I mean, I knew that the Lion King did well, but it did over like a, a one and a half billion dollars. So yes. you know, Disney was like, okay, so sequel now. I don't yes, care please. what it's about, and just put some other names on it so we can get this thing going. We don't know anything about what this film is, but this is where it gets interesting. So keep in mind, we have Barry Jenkins, who's just does amazing work, dramatic filmmaking, right? But, uh, but to bring this mind into the Lion King. Uh, This is from the Deadline article. They're keeping the logline under wraps, but I'm told that the story will further explore the mythology of the characters, including Mufasa's origin story. Moving the story forward while looking back conjures memories of The Godfather Part 2, set on the African plain with a continuation of the tradition of music that was a key part of the 94 animated classic. Dot, 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 blah, blah. So So, he's doing The Godfather 2 of The Lion King? I mean, okay. Wow. So the... I did not think the Lion King. I think we've talked about this on the show. I did not think the live action Lion King was good, and I think it was bad for reasons that can't really be fixed if you're staying in the same universe because the animals aren't good actors, even though you can make it look mm. like they're talking, they're right. not good at emoting uh, in a way that we can recognize. Because Tell that we... to Dunstan from Dunstan Checks In, you well, thank you. Obviously, there's the Dunstan Clause, where Dunstan Checks In, get Dunstan gives one of the great performances of all time. But, thank you. Uh, the Lion King, for whatever reason, didn't translate. You know, Jungle Book had at least a human at the center. It worked a little bit better. Uh, this might sound speciesist, and also it just was a shot-for-shot remake. So that is the one thing that right. you know Barry Jenkins could uh, address. I'm sure he his visual imagination set loose uh, in that setting could be very cool. 
I don't know, man. It's just a little bit dystopian that like every great artist gets filtered through the Disney universe in some way now. I know. Is it is it going to get super like heavy though? You know what I mean? Where he's like, "Look, man, you need to talk about you know what how Scar ended up like he did." You know what I mean? He was kind of going through some things he couldn't really share with Mufasa, uh, you know, because of the way the plane was set up back then. Yeah, Uh, I just don't. I just I could see I don't know there there's a version though that could be just so out there that I'd be like yo this is fucking wild because like now I'm attaching really dramatic stories to these animals but it's Disney so I can't imagine there will be something that will you know boggle blow a child's mind out of the water by like casting their gaze upon it uh super producer Anna Hosea does point out that there was a Lion King sequel the animated version Simba's Pride but had right. nothing to do. I, I'm with assuming this that is not what they are going to do. No, unfortunately, because right? that would have been about Simba and Nala and whatever the, the reuniting her or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just yeah. a lot of uh, birth scenes, actually. That yeah. good. I, that was my complaint is just that there wasn't enough graphic. birth. Yeah. <laughs> First one. I uh, I swear to God, no bit. I thought that I looked at it really quickly, the the prep for this show, like earlier this morning, and I thought it said a live action Larry King. And then I stopped <laughs> looking at it. And just the idea that he's so old and disgusting that like right. they would have to <laughs> they'd have to animate him like in order right. for like he like he was an animal in the Serengeti. Like he has the same humanity in him that a like a beast would have. And I think that one and a half billion dollars for that wouldn't be enough. I think Could they would need more money. What the Larry King show would look like <laughs> if they used practical effects, like oh rather than CGI, wow. that would be unbelievable. They turn him into that like octopus from uh that like <laughs> that from comic Goonies? book. Yeah, no, no. Remember oh, he fought oh, Spider Man or something? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh yeah, I like that too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> live action Larry King. Wow, that would be that would be something. Yeah, um, I just don't like that. Hey, I'm sorry. Of I words. <laughs> live sorry action I just Larry put King you in live. that position. <laughs> I, I'm sorry that Jack O'Brien, who's a very, very experienced and talented host, that I said something that made him close the segment with that. Wow, that would be something. I, I put him in that <laughs> position. Is is what that thought did? You're crushing it. Oh man. Um, how about that? And how well, about well, that? I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is, I'm trying to trademark my transitions. Well, I will be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that I don't know quite how to feel about is uh, that Mountain Dew is going to be expanding into the world of hot sauces, uh, mm-hmm. partnering with Joel Embiid. What an or- interesting combo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he already the most embarrassing series of commercials of the NBA playoffs because they were assuming that the Sixers would be making a run deep into the playoffs. So they were wrong. All these, all these rounds, <laughs> they're like, Joel Embiid's sad because your gifts don't pay sufficient tribute to the majesty of his game that you're in the middle of watching right now. Uh, and so like we need, we created new gifts for you to just like respond to how super awesome Joel is. Meanwhile, they got swept out of the first round. So, uh, but they kept running those ads throughout. So embarrassing. Uh, and to double down on that, they're like, well, when people think of Joel Embiid and Mountain Dew, they think of hot sauce. Uh, Damn so right. 
They are uh, working with the sauce experts at uh, Iburn, which mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that like they make, a, I guess some cool hot uh, hot sauces is, is the deal. The it's I-Pick Apple's roasting of... app. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they are opening up to votes, folks. Uh, now, obviously, we want you to vote in the November election, mm-hmm. but like you but know, if you have to choose one, one, yeah, yeah. If you had to choose this one, one, this is this important one. that uh, we get this right. We got to get this right. I mean, because it's not like we're voting to like actually end this like system of oligarchy and like mm-hmm. white supremacy. So right. you might as well vote for something that you can experience in your lifetime. The the hotness of a mountain actual change uh two things you know the comedy rule of twos uh one um <laughs> hot sauce there's already a basketball player named hot sauce he was a right. street ball legend from and yep. one of course so missed yeah. opportunity ray for there yes no, ray for oh, no, skip to my lou. to my lou right and uh, then we'll have shit. we will have no and one uh mixtape slander in this pod. No, we can't have that mis- misinformation out there and that uh i don't know if you've had mountain dew as an adult but it it messes you up. It's crazy. Like your your body cannot handle it. Like I was on a film set a few years ago and I had one and it was the same feeling I had in college when I tried a four loco like before it was regulated. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was just it makes you upset but also like real excited. It, it's just not a good yeah. feeling and people just drink that. And it was green too, not even code red or live wire oh. or you know, I was uh, just reminiscing the missing other day. Kid or whatever I was, they're <laughs> missing kid. <laughs> whatever their was, flavors are. I remember Mountain that Dew when Code kid. when Code Red came out, me and my boy Nick, we were so excited that there mm-hmm. was a new Mountain Dew flavor and it was launching with I forget, or maybe the grilled stuff burrito. One of the, this is like early, this is like two thousand two, I believe. And we were so excited to get this shit. We were driving home from Taco Bell and then we got in a car wreck and got oh Mountain God. Dew Code Red all over ourselves and i just remember like we were safe thank god and it wasn't an accident where airbags well that's a dui if you're drinking code red and driving i know but it did you know but it was like a little straight up like head on little light head on uh accident at intersection and we just kept laughing because we're like look at us bro like we were so excited (laughs) now we got mountain dew all over the inside of your mom's act legend and we can't do anything about it uh but yeah the thing that i do will say about joel Embiid when he goes on um uh hot ones he's built for it like oh really yo he he, i remember the when he was first on it he was like did any other nba players drink water because tell me i'm the only one that didn't drink anything throughout the whole thing and like he was like yeah dude easy first yeah you were he's like no tell me unequivocally i am the guy (laughs) say it yeah because at first what's his name sean the dude who's running it he's always like yeah you know i noticed all the athletes get really competitive when they come on here sort of like and the way they look at this is not just to have fun it's like a challenge and he's like so it's interesting to see you say it and he's like answer my question was i the only person to not drink he's like yes yes you were the only person to not drink and he goes that's right because african people can handle their spices mm, um, yeah not to if say only- them shits look spicy as fuck like because he did the one that's like two million scovilles if Two only Rory Scovels. Rory Scovels. Wow, that's not nearly enough Rory Scovels because <laughs> oh, I could Jesus. I could take so many more. The fun he's probably side note the funniest comedian uh, I've ever I've ever seen. And that's Joel yeah, he Embiid. was he was just <laughs> yes yes Joel Embiid. If only he took the same fervor to eating hot sauce as he does <laughs> yeah. to his uh, relationship with Ben Simmons. <laughs> I mean, and I was I was stoked to see uh, Rory Scovel on the cover of Two K Nineteen too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, <laughs> um, exactly. 
Anyways, uh, let's move anyway, on. That is so insightful. <laughs> let's move on from insulting Mountain Dew and talking about Joel Embiid before I start crying. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chadwick Boseman gave Sienna Miller part of his pay on 21 Bridges. She was just like, yeah, I guess I'll tell this story now. He's like the nicest human being in the world. Ugh. He wanted her. Uh, he was a producer on that movie. She didn't really want to do it. She, her uh, daughter was about to start school. She wanted to like spend more time with her family. And he was like, no, we really need you for this role. Uh, and she was like, all right, here's a number that is absurd and that you shouldn't pay. And the studio was like, yeah, right. And he was like, no, we're going to, I'm going to take a pay cut so that we can pay you that because that's what you're worth. Um, she was like, he's super and like, didn't want to draw attention to it. And kept it under wraps, but also, you know, worked with her and was like the kindest person she ever worked with. And she said she shows that to her her other uh, acting co-stars and was like, what do you think of that? And like the other people like get real quiet and are like, huh, that's pretty good. It's it's an uplifting one. And then it just bums me out Mm -hmm. again to know like. Chadwick Boseman, like he knew sort of the state of his own health throughout all these things. And like, not to say that that's motivating him to do the right thing, but throughout all of it, like, he's just like leaving this mark. Yeah. Uh, and it's, ugh. ah, um, well, what about Mountain Dew coffee or something? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, had coffee. you guys heard the story that cheese is as addictive as cocaine? Did you? I had a hunch. See Wait, that one? what? I was. There was like some story making the rounds on Facebook that cheese is as addictive as cocaine. It was like a study that was backed by a doctor, uh, but it turns out that doctor was from a he's veganism a advocacy. <laughs> <laughs> was from a cocaine <laughs> advocacy group. No, it was a veganism <laughs> advocacy group. So it was just like his oh, number okay. one rival to to the drug cocaine <laughs> cheese. <laughs> yes. We got to take out cheese. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but it's not true. So, oh, uh, but that I mean, but that is you know again, that's a kind of headline that we have fallen for in the past, just because oh, uh, we're like, yep, 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 I believe that because there's enough there where it's funny. Like whenever you ask people, I feel like the one of the more common things when it's people saying they wouldn't be able to fully commit to being like 100% vegan is that is cheese. Oh, for sure. Like some people are like, mm-hmm. I think I could do it. Everything's like cheese though. I like cheese. Like I don't. I could. I will because you know. Uh, an impossible fat. burger yeah. with cheese on it. I'm sorry, you know, mm-hmm. to fuck fuck around like that, but it, 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 it it's good. Yeah, but have if you tried was a it... cashew vomit salt? Uh, oh yeah, some AKA of the cheese. You know, cheese? they're still working it out. You know, they're like figuring it out. The the dia, you know, that's they're they're dialing it in over with the dia cheeses and stuff. But yeah, there's just something about a old block of old milk. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> really does it for me. Going. It's the one thing. It's the one thing preventing me from going vegan. <laughs> it's yeah. just crazy. It's like, no, I think you can overcome that. The only thing, the only reason why I'm not vegan is a ribeye steak. God, <laughs> if it wasn't for rib bleeding, rare ribeye a- steak, <laughs> it's like, yeah, then you aren't going to be vegan. You know, right. like that's just not for you. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, Blake, it has been mm. a pleasure as always having you. Where can people find you and follow you? They, uh, pleasure's all mine. I love doing this. And um, they can find me at blakewexler.com. There's nothing really on there right now, but uh, at Blake Wexler, Blake's Takes for God's Sakes podcast. 
And uh, also, I'm doing stand-up for the first time in seven months on October 7th at the Punchline. It's outside, outdoor show. But um, yeah, you know, it's different for me being a performer because I'm so far away from everyone and I have, you know, my microphone. So look at their uh, guidelines. Look at some photos of some of their outdoor shows if you're, see if you're comfortable with it. So um, yeah, I would hate for people to go and be like, oh, this isn't, you know, something I'm comfortable with. So, but uh, yeah, I'm excited to do that. Um, Maybe not the best plug for a show that I've ever done, but um, (laughs) October 7th, eight o'clock at the punchline. Yeah. You always do have to preface any of the plugs for your shows as if you're comfortable with it. Uh, Of course, even during a non-pandemic, it's like, listen, if you, there's an 80% chance you will feel ripped off uh, (laughs) after the show. And that's not on me once you walk through those doors. So let me just say, maybe I won't have it that night. I probably won't. (laughs) There's going to be some personal boundary issues during this show, a lot mm-hmm. of uncomfortable eye contact. So just, you know. If you're I will forget you're there for most <laughs> of the show. I will not realize anyone else is there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I could have just done it from home, to yes. be honest. Yeah. I don't uh, hear or see the audience, and that's why I'm so good. Uh, Blake, is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? There is. <laughs> All right. So... My uh my tweet that I want to promote is uh from this guy named um Brendan Cooney. He's a comedian in LA. I don't even really know him at all, but he does these really inside tweets about Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank. <laughs> and his tweet says, "If you don't vote, dot dot dot, they will." And then it's like photos of the owners of Flappers Comedy Club. Just <laughs> these two people who look like they own a comedy club called uh, Flappers. And yeah. uh yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like I don't even know why I said that one, but it like makes me laugh so hard. So that it's one so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Vote, Since the will. lockdown, sometimes I drive by Flappers. <laughs> uh because you know I, I I was trying to get IKEA meatballs. Uh, oh of course to, to be completely fair well, over there in Burbank they have but, curbside for that uh no they don't no. then they okay. they are just like please sir just people have better priorities than this but oh, they, and do they just give you the ingredients for the meatballs and you have to assemble it yourself with a weird wrench well you I'm can so sorry, if you wanted to no you can get the yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, but like when you go there, they have a sign outside flappers. It's just on a big white sheet. And it's it's the yeah. sheet that's from Clerks. If you remember the film Clerks, when uh, Randall can't get these like metal door to come up, he has to put a sheet outside to let people know that the quick stop is still open. And like with shoe polish, it says, I assure you we are open that that like basically an homage to that is hanging out in front of flappers. Um, and I, And I think they're using it to like sell some of like their produce and things like that, but I don't know if it's still there, but yes, I was like, Oh, okay. That's a weird clerks reference for absolutely not many people, but yeah, it's as far as rooms go, it's one of the best physical spaces you can watch comedy in, but the business model, you just summed it up perfectly. I don't, it's like, what are you doing? What is that? (laughs) Did you put any thought into this whatsoever? Well, I guess I'll never fucking perform there again. So yeah, just have people come in and we make money off ha ha's, but I guess not. Right. Miles, where can people find you? What's tweet you've been enjoying? Uh, Twitter, Instagram at Miles of Gore, Gray, Gray, Gray. Mm. Gray. That's what Miles it is. Of Gray. Little, uh, little late. I think I'm a little predictive. Little old me. Drunkenness from the debate <laughs> that I'm about to watch. Um, yes, yeah, so on Instagram. Also, my other podcast, 420 Day Fiance. If you like 90 Day Fiance, and check out uh, Fight Island. I was on there with past guest Sam Wiles, mm. where we did some hypothetical battles between juniors so anyone who's a junior we were facing off uh and i get i take this 
basically hypothetical battle between Carl's Jr. and Hank Williams Jr. far too wow. seriously, trying to determine yeah. who will win. And on if you want to if you want some next level five D thinking, tune into that uh, because I I devoted far too much energy to that segment uh, than I should. <laughs> but it's hilarious. A couple tweets that I like. First one is from at Ben Vile. One thing this pandemic has made me realize is how strange it was that in the before times, people were expected to go to work slash show up to things when suffering or symptomatic with a cold or flu. Mm. Yeah, that 100% is really like when you think about it, it's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. And we would be like, yeah, okay, cool. They're sick. Yeah. yeah way to soldier on. I feel like slowly over the last maybe soldier. year. I've gotten more into after like being in like other workplaces where one person sick has actually contributed to everyone getting sick. I've been like, no, 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 no. Out you go. Right. Out you go. Don't need to be tough today. Got to be safe today. Uh, so, yeah, that's a hilarious one. Another one <laughs> is from Jalen Rose at Jalen Rose. Yeah. One of the most he's just a legend. OK, and I think I you, know what this tweet is. If you know anything about me, you know, I'm bald. You know, my fucking hairline is failing like the Maginot line did in World War II. Okay. So this is Jalen Rose. There's a picture of him with his hands clasped, okay, with his head down. And if you know something about Jalen Rose, his fucking hair is sci fi levels of thick and wavy. I don't know if I'm looking at the Joy Division album cover with those waves. It's wild. So he's sitting there like this, like almost like in a prayer stance with a wonderful part shaved in. And it says, Mood realizing it's legal to write off 70k to your hairstylist. Hashtag vote. <laughs> but yeah, my man's hair. Whoa! He gets a haircut every day. That's he true. He does. Yeah, he gets a haircut he every should. single day. I mean, he should. He, like with he, that hair, and it that. shows. It shows. Like in a, as a compliment. Yeah. All right. Some tweets I've been enjoying. Daniel Kibblesmith tweeted: Is it true that Karen Pence has to seal up Mike Pence's penis hole with a drop of candle wax before he leaves the house? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> at please be nice tweeted quote the pleasure was all mine okay don't make it weird uh, and then taming Fred Savage his Twitter handle uh, suggests that you do the impossible tweeted inventor of fish sticks but what to call them guy who named the meatball what shape are they um <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes on our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song We Ride Out on Miles. What's it going to be today? All right, let's go on a track uh, by this artist, Taymori. T-E-Y-M-O-R-I is called Patience because we're going to need that for quite some time. Uh, And this track, look, even though it's saying be patient, this track is not patient. It's giving you four on the floor. It's getting your shoulders popping up to your ears. And then you get a horn section coming in. It's, again, it's got everything you need. Just to get the week going. And, and look, I know it's hump day. You know, we got we got a few more days. But let this power you through. Tay Mori with patience. All right. Well, we are going to ride out on that. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for this morning. We'll be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Bye.